Ready? Hello, and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. You're listening to episode 8-5, and my name is Rob Nichols. I think mine's Purnell, but I'll have to get back to you on that later. You become unsure every week we do the show. That's what like lack more of and sleep, more unsure. That's what lack of sleep does to a person. It is just kind of makes you, it, it warps your mind. It changes things. <laughs> You're like becoming a different person. Are you going to gain powers or are you losing powers? God, I want to gain powers so badly. The things I would do with those powers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get so much water ice and then not gain weight from eating them. Dude. The best readers. We should go get water ice after this. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, to- I'm about it. All right. All right. Read us. <laughs> and now our audience knows. <laughs> if you guys feel like getting water ice tonight when the show comes out, um, do it. It's a good time. Yes. Or if you come from one of those other places and try to say it's an Italian ice, they're not the same thing. No. No, we could go down to uh, Little Italy. We could, but that's a trek. Read us is right down yeah, the street. Yeah, it's right around the corner. <laughs> um, so um, I just want to get right into it. I've beaten Enter the Gungeon. And that still baffles me. I told <laughs> Matt, I told Matt about that. I was oh, like, yeah, you did. I was like, Rob beat Enter the Gungeon. And he's like, I'm not surprised. That's what Rob does. Rob will take one game <laughs> Just and he it. will master it because he doesn't play anything else until the game is mastered and off the shelf. But since you can't technically master a fighting game, yeah, I'll just play you it forever. never stop. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and Enter the Gungeon is like, you beat it, but there's still like the, the final, final ending. You have to collect all these pieces. So I'm like, I'm still playing it. I, that's that's. I'm gonna be playing it forever. I'm just gonna play this game forever. Nah, you'll finish it. You'll see. I, I, I wish there was a way to tell me how many hours I sunk into it. I thought they did have a tracker for that, but maybe it's for the best that they don't. <laughs> I know. I don't. Well, I know that I have hours sunk in on Steam, and then I got it on PS4, and now I'm just playing it on PS4. Yeah, because like, see, I'm playing. I'm <laughs> still off and on playing Persona. And oh yeah, yeah. How far along are you? I'd say I just broke the halfway point, but I already hit 75 hours. Oh, jeez. So it's like, for me, that is odd because I hit a moment, I hit a period in the last couple of years, most likely a year or two, where like I hit, I have extreme game apathy sometimes where I just don't want to play anything or I feel guilty about playing certain stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then when I bought Persona Home, I put it in just to kind of see what the intro would be like, and I never stopped. <laughs> have a bad day at work put persona on next thing you know i'm social linking everybody in this place it's an awesome time this is like this is like game therapy right it kind of is but it's weird because i guess persona kind of taps into that whole idea of like like dealing with other people's personalities mm-hmm. and people with different problems like social problems and then your main characters you know in a gamey fashion isn't like you're doing anything complicated but you are helping them through these social problems and you're like, I can see my social problems in that character. That's kind of nice. Oh, that's cool. I hope they can resolve it. And then they do. Like, there's one character. Who <laughs> like, like, and then they die. <laughs> Someone <laughs> dies in the game. But usually the people that die are people you don't even like anyway. So you're like, good, go. Move the story along. All right. I was going to say who did someone that died recently, but that's a huge spoiler, so okay, I can't. So when someone says, like, oh, I played this game, I'm halfway through, and I'm, like, 60 hours in, that's, like, the surefire way for me never to play that game. No! But now, tell me, though, like, are you, are you just 75 hours in because you've just been taking your time and, like, doing every little thing you can? I sometimes have cooked while the game was running. Okay. But, <laughs> but even still, like, you I know, our, our friend Kim does that. She gave us uh, Tales of Vesperia? Yeah, it was the or one. Eternia, or whatever the one was for the 360, in her save files, <laughs> like 
hours and hours and hours and she's like yeah i just left it on while i was studying hey sometimes the music is good yeah and like i mean i just sometimes i mean don't get me wrong the game is long but it's good long like just like how you put tons of hours in the gungeon sure if the hours are quality you don't care yeah yeah i i i, I am on board with the whole thing it's and just um i don't know a long narrative it's a good long narrative though <laughs> it's really good like I don't know how to explain it. It's enjoyable. And the character interactions are great. Even though they hit a lot of tropes, it's still enjoyable. All right. Well, I, you know what? I think it's going to get on the list. It should be on the list. You'll probably play it when you're like 56, but hey, it should be on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it when it's half price. Well, that might not take too long. I mean, the game's popular enough. Yeah. It'll probably drop in price fast because they sold what they wanted to sell. Hmm. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about this week's topic. So we're going to stay with the obscure Japanese computer systems. The Persona Box 96? <laughs> the Persona Box. No, so last week was the, well, it started with the P. It was the PC-98, um, which was developed by NEC in the 90s. Now we're looking at another system developed in the 90s by Fujitsu called FM Towns, which I don't even know about until you mentioned it last week. And I only know about it because it comes up in a lot of retro game groups I'm in, usually ones related to the Turbo Graphics. So the FM Towns is interesting. Um, it's it's just it's another computer system. It uh, has a CD. Um, it has a built-in... Here, I can get a little bit, just a little bit into the specs here. But um, it has a built-in Ricoh 8-channel uh, eight, eight PCM, which is actually the same Ricoh chipset which is used in a bunch of Sega arcade games. So, like, some of the sounds are going to be similar to what we had on our Sega arcade show with Michael from Forever Sound Version. Um, it also has a Yamaha 2612, um, which I think is the same thing as in the Genesis. It's got six FM channels. Um, so, yeah, it's got a lot going for it. So, a lot of games that are ported from the PC-98... Um, are going to sound um, very, very similar or close to the same when it's on the FM Towns. Which makes sense because you were, you, were, you were talking to me about this earlier because Rob, guys, is the one who does a lot of the hardcore console and like hardware research. And I'm the guy that's like, remember the part where that guy jumped off the bridge and he powered up on the way down? That's, <laughs> that's the thing there. So he tells me, he's like, you know, this was in hardcore competition with the PC-98 during its time. It was like a huge butting head a war of butting heads or it was you or matt one of you guys told i think me it was matt yeah i don't know this but like um yeah it was, it was a huge fight with that which would explain why they had similar hard work they were like okay well these guys did it we can do it too but also make it a little more powerful or try to at least but apparently they just could not keep up with the pc-98 ultimately so uh, probably the popularity well so we're going to hear all sorts of things we're going to hear kind of arcadey type music we're going to hear um, very fm synthy genesis style music but there's also um a cd it's also cd based so there's we're going to hear some cd style music as well and I, I picked one track from that was a cd like a red book audio style well i guess i'm good to go with this bad boy this all is right a good top to just you know kick us off and then we'll sort of like kind of coast down this hill into fm town FM Marty Town. <laughs> well, we have to talk about that later, too. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Well, I'll start this off with a track that from a game that we're all probably pretty familiar with, but at the same time, not like this. Um, okay. Old NES, quote unquote, classic that was also in the arcade, Marble Madness. And this track is just called Intermediate Race. Oh, so okay. basically, the second. Marble Maze. Yeah, or this this is actually one of my favorite classic soundtracks. 
Um, yeah, you might you say that now, but wait till you hear this. It's not because the arcade hardware is like it's super unique and it's just, it just sounds amazing. All right, so let's check this out. Welcome back. You are listening to Intermediate Race from the game Marvel Madness. Now, I'm not 100% sure on who was involved with this version of the tracks, but to my understanding, the overall folks involved with it stem from Brad, the characters of Brad Fuller, Hal Cannon, and David Wise. Though, it seems like David Wise is more so related with the NES version of the game, but he also seems to have been credited in other places too so i wasn't sure yeah i'm pretty sure brad fuller and hal cannon were the original composers but this is a very different adaptation like it sounds the same but it's got all these different instruments and stuff going on so someone someone adapted this for for the fm town system and it's really cool it sounds like a horror movie yeah it really does <laughs> which i kind of like because i don't know if everybody else has played this game i know you have but oh it's marvel bad, yeah. madness is stressful <laughs> very stressful I mainly had played on the NES at the Ice Cream House, and uh, eventually I found out it was an arcade game before that, and playing the arcade with the trackball, I was like, well, forget this. This is just not even happening. Oh, wait, with the trackball? Yeah. Well, the trackball was the best. I could never figure out how to do it on the NES. When I first saw it for the Nintendo, I was like, how are they supposed to do this? You just hold the stick. It's simpler. So I had this for the Apple IIe. Whoa! Yeah, um, this this game was everywhere, and I had it. I used to play it on the keyboard, and I had like a little joystick. I I played this over and over and over and over again. Again, like I just played the same game over and over again until I could just beat it. So did you actually complete Marble Madness? Yeah, it's like one of those games I could just just go through. I mean, I haven't played it in ages, but it's 
one of those games. The, the multiplayer was so much fun, and, and like you can learn how to like use like kind of like the kind of the wonky physics engine to like bounce off of the walls and stuff. Yeah, some things they required it. Like there was yeah. that one track. I think it was the second stage where you had to kind of like jump off the track and then land without shattering onto the very narrow path when it zigzags to the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, the uh, the opening theme or like whatever, like the first race theme, is like one of my favorite pieces of video game music like ever it just sounds it sounds so different and cool they gotta put this track in the next aliens movie <laughs> i could see this like a, um, a face hugger someone trying to pull a face hugger off do, of their it would work it would be awesome oh, no, no, that, that, that's when the alien pops out of the stomach he's like hi that's how it is right it is now <laughs> that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> All right. Um, so a lot going on to my first track. I'm looking at a bunch of them. I'm I'm gonna pick. I think my first song is gonna be the one that uses CD audio. It's called Galaxy Force Two, and this track is called Beyond the Galaxy, and it's composed by the CRI Sound Team. I couldn't I couldn't find any actual names, but this this soundtrack is funky. It is super funky. How funky are we talking? I'm talking Jet Set Radio funky. Are we talking you haven't showered in four weeks? Get your butt in the shower because you're filthy funky? Like put on big boots and stomp around in the mud, Bootsy Collins style funk. No, it's not oh, that. Oh, there we go. No, no, it's not that kind of funk. This is more like Jet Set Radio, like, let's look at that funk. Okay, I can appreciate right, you know what that. I mean? All right, so. That's a good funk. Galaxy Force 2. Beyond the Galaxy.
Well, we had a lot of awesome dialogue about the track and the composers and all kinds of crazy stuff. We're talking grade A material that you'll never get back. I like you don't even like let me like pretend like we didn't happen. Oh, it happened. <laughs> oh, it happened. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> it was fun. I'm not, I'm not going to try to recreate our, our that conversation that we had. You'll never hear it, guys. I'm sorry. You're missing out. Um, this is the song you're listening to. <laughs> I'm dying. All right. This is Galaxy Force 2 for the FM Towns computer system. This track is called Beyond the Galaxy, composed by the CRI sound team. And it is straight up disco murder funk. Yes, my original listening to when we first started playing, my first thought was immediately a murder most funky. Yes, yeah, I like that. Murder most funk. <laughs> that sounds like um, it's Agatha Christie. I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like deep down, what we don't even realize about this track is that someone actually got murdered during the recording of it, and they hid the scream in the recording oh yeah. what happened here oh, oh we're just doing some kind of new style music you see don't worry about it this is completely normal that that on the floor oh that's just formaldehyde don't worry about that either don't ask why it's in the recording studio either because it's not it's very convoluted and complicated you wouldn't understand I like how we have like a weird conversation and then forget to record it and then we have an even weirder conversation <laughs> that's just what it means when you're good friends you can come up with crazy that's stuff so weird alright so real quick uh, FM Towns F is Fujitsu and M is Micro. So the system was called the Fujitsu, the Fujitsu Micro. And um, the code name was, when it was in development, was just called Towns. What a convenient code name. And they just kind of kept it? And they kept the name in there. Um, but Now, what did uh, the Towns stamp? They, 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 they named it after Charles Towns, who was a physics uh, Nobel Prize winner in physics, like in the 60s. So um, I guess they respected that scientist and put his name in it but they kept the name in there I guess it sounded cool in Japanese FM Towns interesting I can appreciate that FM Towns so yeah if you check out our Facebook page there's like 10 minutes of weird weird Japanese FM Towns commercials I guess that I'd say weird Japanese but really like a lot of like commercials like for games and computers in the the 80s and 90s were just weird in general well they were going for they usually would go for this I guess I, don't, I won't say that word specifically, but I think it just fits. Like they wanted to go for like a cool, new age style of it's awesome. Like yeah. you have to have that. It is the it is the next level of style and computer media. Like the entire commercial might show the actual computer for two seconds, but then the rest of us is a, is a woman modeling behind a pole. <laughs> It's just like that's hey. weird, weird stuff. And then um, yeah, the second half of, the, of those commercials are like uh, families like doing like homework and people like doing uh, making music on the machines. And there's also um, commercials for the FM Towns 2, which I'm remembering now is like a smaller system. It almost looks like one of those old Apples, the old Macs. Okay. Like it looks like a little box. Um, and then the FM Towns Marty. You know, which is an even weirder name. I don't know where Marty comes from. You're thinking, oh, it's because that was during the time when Back to the Future was really popular yeah. in Japan, and they just felt that they lump Marty into the name of the system. They'll sell it based off tie-in marketing alone. I I have to agree with you. I think I think that they were big fans of the '90s cartoon The Critic. Oh, that and, could work. And uh, Jay Sherman's son Marty Sherman was so so popular in Japan. <laughs> Either one could work. Maybe there was a little bit of both. Maybe there was the Marty Critic Edition and there was the Maybe, Marty McFly Edition. 
auto lacing FM town. Or or they were huge fans of the 1990 sitcom Frasier. And they loved Frasier's dad, Marty. Nah, that's not true. No, no one likes that. That's a lie. <laughs> Why are you lying to the listeners, Rob? All right, what's, uh, what's your second track? All right, this one was one I did not expect to come across, and I worked really hard to actually come across this track, and I'm glad I was able to find it eventually. It took a while, but I'm going with it. It's from a game based on a manga that is based on an anime. Oh, I love this. No, I'm sorry. The anime <laughs> is based on the manga, but you get the point. Okay. Anyway, yeah. it's from the game Dragon Half, and the track is called Writhing in Agony, aren't you? No. There you go. And it's an awesome track. It's written... Eh, just listen to the track first, and we'll get to the composer stuff later. All right. It's good stuff. back you are listening to a track that i am pretty sure i think maybe don't know let's see is titled writhing in agony aren't you from the game dragon half for the fm towns composed by tadahiro nita now this track i actually had never heard of this game until we started doing research for this episode and the moment i knew it existed and i remembered that it was based on something that i had loose familiarity with growing up I had to go see what the game looked like, so I went and found like gameplay footage of it and everything to see what kind of game it was. And it looked like it could be a could have been a pretty fun game. It's um, it's an RPG style game, but it's card battle combat, and the idea is like you kind of play it sort of like with matching like matching sets of cards. So there's fighting cards, there's healing cards, and there's like I've seen a couple like, like wild cards. There's like a comic card. So, like, the enemy is also doing the same thing with their hand of their deck of cards, and you have to select a matching set that, and with different colors and images in order to determine how much power your attack's going to do or how much healing power your magic heal will have. 
But then the thing I thought was funny is there's that comic card where if you play it, it kind of works as like a defense card. Okay. And if you play it, it means that the enemy's attack is going to screw up. And there'll be like a comic <laughs> relief style result. Like the oh, guy comes to cool. punch you and he'll trip and fall. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you play a card like you're going to fall down and screw up. Yep. And the thing is, it also plays like if you both play the comic card, they both kind of stare. The enemies and your people kind of stare at you like, what the hell we just do? <laughs> but like, I do like that. Like it, was, it seemed like it'd be a pretty cool game. And I like the battle music a lot to the point that I was like, I got to find this track. This, yeah, this, is, this is like your kind of music. Like it's very fun, very it, fast. Very fun and fast, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and since the game, again, is styled off of the manga and the anime, or OAV or whatever, it's fitting that the music in the game would also have that wacky, cartoony, fun feeling to it. Totally, totally. But yeah, this, I kind of want to play this game somehow. I don't think it's even been translated, so I don't know if that's ever going to really be possible. Yeah, that would make things a little difficult. I know it's been ported on all a bunch of different systems, but there are probably ported to a bunch of different systems not in English unfortunately yeah. like I know there's emulators out there so I could at least try to scramble through it but yeah, yeah I have like a, a, a script or a translated script next to you but that, that sounds like a slog right yeah I tried that back in the day with Persona 1 for the Snow Queen quest and that was annoying Ooh. it's like imagine trying to read all your Persona's abilities and attacks and trying to fuse them together oh, and man. it's all in Japanese it sucked <laughs> I guess you would get better at like you know learning what some of the words would look like and uh, katakana, but a person that has a better attention span would <laughs> me not so much. Yeah, couldn't get through it. All right, so my next track, I'm gonna go with something a little different, a little odd. This is called Asuka 120% Excellent Burning Fest. I like the name, it's such a long title. I know, I love these long titles. Um, so this is a fighting game for the FM Towns composed by Kenishi Yonao, and this is the story mode music. This is the story mode music from the game Asuka 120% Excellent Burning Fest for the FM Towns computer system, composed by Keishi Yo- Yonao. I've always liked that title. Always have. Like I, I'm trying to remember which system I originally heard about. It. I believe it was an import PlayStation game. Because yes, I've seen I've seen this out there. I've seen gameplay on on YouTube anyway for PlayStation One. Yeah, because I used to see it, I was like, wow, but a title like that, I kind of want it. Like, this was before I was in the fighting games, though. But I liked the art style, and I liked just, again, how ridiculous that title was. So. That's crazy, crazy title. So this is, it's a fighting game that takes place, I guess, like, in high school or something. So it's a lot like, it feels like rival schools where, like, different 
like uh, clubs are kind of fighting each other. I don't, I don't know why. You know, they do. You know how they do in these fighting games. Well, yeah, I mean, they gotta get the last bento from the cafeteria. <laughs> that actually makes more sense. Like, Rival Schools was all about, like, fighting over uh, food in the cafeteria. Honestly, some of those games, that really is the premise. <laughs> like, it's that's not a leap. <laughs> it's like, why are we fighting? Like, you walk into the room, it's like, there's one cupcake left. I want that cupcake. But I saw it first. Let's fight for it. <laughs> Round one. <laughs> and then the, and by, the time, by the time you're done, the entire cafeteria is like trash, but the cupcake is pristine and still sitting out. Oh, I love it. No dust even got on it. It's ridiculous, but tasty. That's like the ending theme. You're walking away. Eating the cupcake. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks like for playing. <laughs> See, I gotta start. One day I want to do that. Just take like goofy. People do photo shoots all the time. I want to do photo shoots of wacky like fighting game win poses or <laughs> animations. Like like you said, like walking away eating an apple. Like, <laughs> like go point. home and be a family man. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so absurd. <laughs> go like, to the cafeteria. It's pizza day. My teacher was right. I really do have strong kicks. Or just, <laughs> these sneakers really do feel light and hairy. Like, it's just nonsensical comments. Punching you is just as easy as passing that math test. <laughs> I want this. I like that one. We should all just do it. Like, let's get like five of us together and <laughs> someone with a camera, and we just start taking ridiculous, like, fighting game, like, win and loss poses, like, photos. It would be so great. Oh, man. So, I, I really like fell in love with this track like the soundtrack was good but this one i was super into this this part of the song and it's short like the track's only like like not even a minute long but it's just such a groove i love the groove of this one partly i won't lie music was a big reason of why i even started trying to play fighting games in the first place oh really yeah yeah because they they would have like rival schools had a spectacular ost yes it did yeah and it made me want to learn how to play better because if i could play the game then i had an excuse to listen to this music yeah and it was also before i was jumping you know swimming deep like neck deep in mp3s so that was my ost was owning the actual game and playing it over and over again so some of a certain maps was like i gotta play this level again i gotta just keep playing the game and i got slowly like, better and better just from repetition oh, that's cool yeah, the, I remember the the music from Street Fighter Third Strike would always get me really pumped. Like so it's that 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 character select screen, I always felt like super pumped about it. See, I tell you, man, there's 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 a lot of merit to video game soundtracks that I know some people just don't give them credit for. Like I know some people that'll take a game and they'll either just like they'll either mute it or worse, they'll play other music over top of the game. I'm like, <laughs> why are you even doing that? I've done that a lot. Yeah, but it's like, why? It's like, they worked hard. They made music in mint. Like, I get the muting of it, because you're like, okay, it's grading. I don't like listening to anything. Or I've heard, or, or, yeah, or, no, it's like... Or it's repetitive. Or, I, I, you know, it's, for me, I'm playing the same game over and over, so I turn the music down and I put something else on. Yeah, it's like, I gotta have the <laughs> jams meant for the game proper. They're, they made them for it, you know? Yeah, that's true. All right, what's your, what's your, what's your third jam, then? Like, what, what, what's, what did the jam... What did the jam that you... <laughs> Where are my words? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Word box. Um, my last track for this episode is from a game that I have not played nor seen, which makes me sad because I got a feeling that the game is probably hot garbage just by virtue of how good the track itself is. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but I'm going with it. Okay. The track is from a game called Genocide 2, and the track's title is called Mellow Device, and it is superb. 
Uh, we are back. You are listening to one awesome, awesome tune going by the name of Mellow Device. It is from the game Genocide 2 and is written and composed by Hideyuki Shimono. <laughs> <laughs> His dramatic reading. Nayuki Kimura. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> um, no, I, this is an awesome song. I, I did listen to the soundtrack, and I picked another. I picked a different song out of this, but it was it was tough um, to choose between a few of them. Yeah. This this part right here is so good. Yeah, I am definitely. This music is spectacular. Like I love it. And during the tracks playing, I decide that I shouldn't go without at least seeing what the gameplay looks like. It's like a is it a top down shooter or is it like an isometric? I think it's isometric, right? Actually, it's neither. It's a two D side scroller. Oh, I'm way off. <laughs> and the gameplay looks like uh, it's hard to explain, but I guess it's it's got large like, large character models. Cool. And I want to say it like, kind of reminds me of like how like. I want to say it reminds me of like a, a eSWAT step with like more single target based combat. So maybe it's not as bad as I was expecting it to be, which it's, is a good thing, of course. I know you always get like your hopes up like when the soundtrack's really good, right? Yeah, and then I'm always worried and I come back and like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. game is a turd. <laughs> I invested in what now? But like like a lot of the other games that are coming up on this show, with few exceptions, this one was apparently ported to like this PC engine. Like basically a turbo CD, but in Japan, it's so oh, a okay. PC Engine CD, and also Super Nintendo got it at one point, but only in Japan. I don't think it came out in the states. So it's a Super Famicom. Yeah. So very surprising, but how many games that were on FM Towns actually ended up getting ported, or either it came from the FM Towns or it went to the FM Towns. But uh, it's a same time. It's not so bad. That means that's less games that we ultimately end up missing out on by yeah. virtue of them existing on that system. I think what happens is a lot of like probably the more popular titles get ported around to all these other different systems. And but then a lot of the um, weird dating sim slash RPGs, which we don't want to ever mention again, just stay on those systems and there they will die. And never come back. <laughs> though, funny enough, um, though I guess some would say it falls into that category, but I don't think it actually did. There was a game that apparently um, the Pixel 2's guys apparently mentioned that apparently it's been translated. It was called Rusty. It was on the PC-98, and it was like uh, if Simon Belmont were a girl or a woman with typical Japanese female woman armor. But um, she does like Super Castlevania 4-style gameplay where you can oh, like, whip and cool. like, grappling hook around in yeah. places. So the music in that game was freaking stellar. Though I'm not sure how I feel about the game as a whole, but... I kind of want to try it by virtue of the fact that the music in it is so good. So it was recently translated? Yeah. Is this a recent game? No, the game is old. PC-98. Oh, oh, okay. oh PC-98. And oh. possibly FM Towns for all I know. I haven't checked. But uh, the apparently it just recently got a fan translation to be playable in English. Oh, very cool. So, But there it is. So. I'm going on to my last track. And it's a good thing you brought up uh, Pixel Tunes because actually Ed from Pixel Tunes, uh, he's the one who did the, uh, uh, the emulation for this. Oh, this track, and he's the one who ripped it. So this is from the game Raise Amber. Or Rakes Amber. Raise up! So I'm going to say it's Raise Amber, composed by Yoshito Saido. And this song is called Swear. And We can't do it on this show. I like to put little notes down on my tracks, and this one just says, Pitch Bends, all in caps. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you enjoy it.
That was Swear from the game Ray Zamber for the FM Towns computer system composed by Yasuhito Saido. And can you believe that guitar solo at the end there? That was amazing. And it just kept going. Like you'd expect it to be like, okay, I have to care. Get to the- nope, there's more. Oh, there's, there's, there's like solos on top of solos on top of solos. We kept looking over like, oh, it's over? Nope. But like, wait, there's <laughs> more. So yeah, it's unique. It doesn't loop. Um, it's got so much going on. It, it gives me the impression of um, kind of like tracker uh, um, demo scene style, like Western music with like the, the solo where it's like, it's this crazy synth solo with all this pitch bending going on. It sounds really different. Love really it. cool. I like it. I got much. I don't have much to say about the track. I was just getting to the point. I was just air guitaring over here in the corner <laughs> yeah. to it. Honestly, I don't know much to go with it. Yeah, really, really neat. Um, and then the uh, uh, the synth bass has a lot of cool like kind of. So well, I realized halfway through it, it reminded me of the um, uh, Miami Sound Machine uh, with Gloria Estefan when they did Conga. Now that's going to be in your head all night long. But longer, don't you want to get it right? That tonga beat. That's all Ow! Bit, bit. This is composed. Uh, this is on for the FM Towns. Come on, everybody. Good to move that down. Tails going to get that song, I know. Yeah, you just ruined my, my ears for the evening. Yeah, yeah, you're done. It's over. I'm going to go to sleep and dream, <laughs> dream of conga. Sweet, sweet conga. Well, how about um, I bring this down and we just, we just jump into. The bonus round. Bonus round. That bonus <laughs> round. I'm going to listen to the music that you know. FM Towns. <laughs> oh, man. I should have known. I should have known. You should have known. I was going to take that, that, do that beat. Dig it a dit. I know. It's only going to get better from here. So the bonus round is the part of the show where we play remixes and covers based on today's theme. Today's theme is a little bit more difficult than we've done in the past. So we are just going... Freestyle. Almost. I did come up with something that was a port that was on the FM Towns. All right. Well, it hit me with some knowledge. Well, their track that I chose. That was the whitest well, remix round is a track from the Princess Maker 2 game track. And it's what this game has done with Quasity DJs. It's looped along. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. It's good. Princess Maker. That is Princess Maker 2. <laughs> and it's looped with Quasity DJs. Done by FM Flame Ninja. It's really good, though long. So prepare yourselves for awesome tunes. Daryl!
All right. So, this is what our show's turned into for now. Quad City DJs all night. All right. Yeah, I think this has come up on some past episodes where we just start going, come on, let's slam. Because <laughs> you really can't do without it. Like, I don't understand. There was a period, there were a number of years where I didn't care about this track or the Quad City DJs. <laughs> and then someday, I don't know what happened. But now I too can wake up in the morning and just yawn like, come on, slam. <laughs> Welcome to the jam. Let's go. <laughs> There's a, um, there is a speed run on one of those um, awesome games done quick marathons mm-hmm. where they're playing, um, oh, what's it called? A surgeon simulator. Mm-hmm. Or surgery, yeah, surgeon simulator, but it's two people. So one person's doing the keyboard, one person's doing the mouse, and they're speed running it together, which is insane. But in the background, apparently they practice listening to like remixes of this song on repeat over and over and over again. Is that how to keep their rhythm? <laughs> and that's how they do it. Yeah, it's I mean, maybe it has maybe that has something to do with it, but it's it's really entertaining. It's, it's actually a really great speed run in its own right. But for the for them just to listen to that song over and over, it's really good. Just come on and slam, and then welcome to the jam. So I'm I went similar of like okay so. It's not specifically for the FM Towns, but I know there is a port of this game on the FM Towns, and this is a Puyo Puyo. So this is called Puyo Puyo Night Fever. So get your <laughs> disco boots on again. We're going out on the town, on the FM Town. I'm ready. That was Puyo Puyo Night Fever from the artist Mario Matrix X. 
Um, and I found this guy on the amazing, amazing SoundCloud page. Just really, like, I love that because it's just, it's so much fun. I just felt like I was actually out on the town with Carbuncle put, throwing the funk out. <laughs> so the, the original song was Sticker, and that was from the original Puyo Puyo game for the Mega Drive, which makes me think that it could have been on FM Towns. Well, I know it had FM Towns. The original one had an FM Towns port. Right, so maybe this song was also on the FM Towns game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. But I for, won't tell. <laughs> so for more information for the artists on the bonus round part of the show, go to the website rhythmandpixels.com, and we'll have links to their SoundClouds, Bandcamps, and everywhere else you can get their music and support the artists. Thanks for joining us this week as we listen to music composed for the FM Towns computer system or music for games. Music composed for games. Music composed for games that are released. Music FM Towns. Oh, God. No. Let's not return to that. Now we're done. No, but anyway, so yeah, this is our focus on the FM Towns computer system. Um, very different, um, but you know, kind of, kind of, kind of piggybacking off last week's PC ninety eight a uh, little bit. We may well have run out of obscure Japanese game consoles oh. to do episodes on. We could find them, but I'm I'm ready to move back on to other other uh, uh, topics related to <laughs> maybe specific games or musical types. I can, I'm good with that. I'm yeah. good with that. But it was also nice just to kind of give these guys a little bit of do because again, I've heard about them a lot. Yeah, and it kind of expands our knowledge, too, like uh, of what it is and what's available out there and then like, kind of the history of, of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can never learn enough about the Quad City DJ, so <laughs> any excuse, any excuse at all, it's worth it. Did you know the Quad City DJs, um, and they actually hosted a fighting tournament in their high school? Were they actual combatants? Yeah, they, No, um, uh, they were the judges, and um, it was over in the cafeteria. And did the winner have to fight one of them? Uh, the winner had to fight Gloria Estefan. Well, there you go. Makes perfect <laughs> sense to me. You know, we had Shout Sung in um, Mortal Kombat, and this was Gloria Estefan in Quad City DJ's Fighter. Makes sense. She had to steal the essence, so she had to wait to see who the best fighter was before she could do so. It only makes sense. <laughs> I swear it's not this weird all the time. No, it should, it it should, should be this weird all the time. Yeah. Let's go with it. Keep going with that. Anyway, uh, for more information uh, about the show, go to the website. Rhythm and pixels.com and if you'd like to let us know what you're feeling how you feel things about you things about us send us an email at rhythm and pixels at hotmail.com and um, if that's a little too personal for you you want to keep it a little bit more impersonal you can get us up on our Facebook page our YouTube and Twitter and Instagram it's all rhythm and pixels all one word um, you'll, you'll find us if you just search for us there. Pretty easy stuff. Easy peasy, beautiful rhythm and pixels. Yeah, but go ahead, hit us up. We like we always like hearing from from people. And and if you have opinions about the music, if you maybe we got something wrong, let us know. Because Lord knows, Purnell 
Hey, 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 now, I, I have about 80% batting average here, <laughs> shooting for 75, wait a minute, wrong direction, I'm shooting for 85%, you know, moving my way up the ladder there, but honestly, yes, he is still right though, nonetheless, because Rob does screw up a lot of times on his choices of tracks. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> but all jokes aside though, we like to learn more about what we picked, whether we made a mistake, or if you can elaborate even further on something we came up, came across. It's awesome to hear and learn more. And by all means, if you have any particular tracks you want us to play on the show, or if you have any ideas for topics that we should play on the show, challenge us. Let us dig deep for some good cuts. Yeah, absolutely. Like if there's like a weird like musical style you think we should look into, you know, like not Gabber though, because I don't even want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't think there is much video game Gabber out there. Wow, I haven't heard that in ages. I had to bring it up there because you know somebody would dig deep and pull. Like, Let's see what they do with that. Topic. Gabber House. I'm sure there's like some like 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 top down like bullet hell shooter that's just all Gabber music. <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't want to fight. It, so. It's just Toho music sped up. <laughs> that would make sense actually. I could see that. Or maybe we'll just have to pick a track and then like growl over it a bit. I don't think. No one has to know. No one has to know. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just slip it under the radar. We might even come up with a fake name for a fake game. That just sounds like Section Z with Pernell screaming over Well, then that's just called Jabber. A new genre is in the making. I'm good jabber, for jabber, that. Jabber, Jabber, <laughs> uh, Enough jabbering from us. I'm going to get going. Um, this has been the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. I'm Pernell. And thank you very much for listening, and have a great week. Good night. And remember... Valentine's Day is not this Sunday. Mother's Day will be the day before this episode releases. Yeah. So if you somehow manage to forget to get your mom a present, you should do that. Or sit down and listen to the show with your mom. That is a great idea. Mothers love this stuff. I, I, should, I should know. Yeah. I hope we do. <laughs> yeah, moms love this stuff. Shut them down. Save you some money on Mother's Day gifting. Say, hey, mom, I got a present for you. Open the mirrors up. <laughs> I've got some dulcet tones coming through these earpieces. <laughs> <laughs>